0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 83 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am your host, Brent Coley, an elementary principal in beautiful, but currently cold for Southern California standards, Southern California. And it's been, we're back. It's been, I was looking over two months since we've recorded an episode because there's this little thing called COVID. You may have heard of it. It's kind of a, Doing a number on every on everybody, but uh, we're back, and I am I am super excited to to have Jessica Gomez join me today. Jessica, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, considering um, the new challenges that we've had to lead through.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's as we were talking before we before we started recording. Uh, it, it's it's a challenge, and we are recording this uh, a week before we are set to to go on winter break. So I think, as a lot of people listening right now, some of us are crawling toward winter break, and that's yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that's okay. We breaks are needed, and 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 doesn't mean we don't love what we do. I always say that to my staff. Hey, it's okay to want a break. It doesn't mean you don't love your students. Doesn't mean you don't love what you do. It means you're human, and you need a break.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So before we get into into sharing some stories, uh, tell tell anyone who's not familiar with. Uh, you. Who is Jessica Gomez, what do you do, where do you live, all that good stuff?
1: Okay, so I am an elementary school principal in Colton Joint Unified, which is Southern California. And I've been a principal for 11 years now and love every bit of it. Um, and see, I have two teens and a daughter and a son who's in high school, a daughter who's in middle school. Um, and then I am married to an educator as well. So uh we definitely are uh a busy household, um but you know what i I love what i do and and I think that's what uh fuels that uh, gives you know that fuels my passion i I make the job um uh, something that um is meaningful to me and for others, and so i just I don't see it as I have to do this, I get to do this
0: right. I, I love that. yeah it's mm-hmm. it is great when you have a job that you want to go to in the morning and and you, I have I think you and I met in person almost a year ago at yes. at, an, at an affiliate uh, for our California peeps an affiliate queue event uh, back mm-hmm. in January before the world ended, back when we could have in person <laughs> in person events. and uh, since then, I have been following. Uh, your work on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And when I wanted to get back into recording for the podcast, I thought, gosh, Jessica is the perfect person to, to share some stories. And I wanted to talk about and pick your brain and have you share some some of the great things that you're doing about classroom and campus culture and, and how we can build that. Because, again, I have watched in the last year the great things that you have been doing and taken some tips from you and tried to do that with my own, with my own school. But let me just start like, Oh, (laughs) thank you. Yeah. That's what's great about education is, is when we share, like you're so good at sharing on social media and we'll, at the end of the episode, we'll have you share out your, your, your usernames and stuff so people can follow you as well. But um, why, let me just ask with a, a softball question. Why is, why is, it impor- why is campus culture, why is that important? Like, why, why are you so passionate about this?
1: Well, you think about this, right? So we've probably all worked in environments where um, you didn't look forward to going to work, yet you spend so much time at work, right? You spend so much time there. And I thought to myself, you know, if I'm in a position, and being a principal is a very unique position because you are in the position to make that school culture, make it or break it. And, um, and so, you know, when I became a principal, I'm going to, I chose to say, I'm going to make it, I want to make it what I've always wanted it to be. And I also, it's important to me because our staff probably more time when we're in person, right? Even during COVID, even online, the amount of hours that they're putting into work, they spend more time working than they probably are at home, right? And with their own families. So I think to myself, what kind of environment, if I was a teacher, if I was a um, office support staff, if I was, you know, custodian, what kind of environment would I want to work in that I can look forward to that I know I'm going to walk down the hallway and someone's going to smile at me? And so I always lead from that perspective. What would I want for myself? And that's what I try to lead and model. But I also, for me, it's very important because I would want, I lead in a way that I would want my own kid's school to be like. So, and, And I tell that to my staff too, right? What kind of teacher do you want for your own child? What kind of Um, attendance clerk do you want your child to encounter when they walk into the office what kind of custodian do you want your child to be able to have at their school and when you lead and teach and and serve and from that perspective um, that's what matters because you know that you're impacting so many little lives and so many adult lives as well and for me that's what guides and leads my passion
0: I love I love that and and Boy, you, you you touched on something that, like, for most of us listening, I mean, if you're listening close to when we're recording, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. Most of us, I mean, you and I, we are on we're in virtual instruction. Most of the country yes. is right now, and and I think you said it, teachers, even though they're teaching virtually right now, I know my staff, they're they're probably as as difficult it is to seem because they were already putting in countless hours. Right. They're working harder now than, yes. they, than they were before. And, and you, you read these research studies and you, that people leave, people don't leave jobs, they leave people. They, right. leave, yes. they, they, they leave organizations when they don't feel valued, when they don't, like you said, they don't want to come to work. So let's, I would love to have you share some of the, some of those ways. And again, as a, you're a site leader, I'm a exactly. site leader. So any things that we share, if you're a teacher listening right now, um, I think so many of the things that, that Jessica is going to share and the, that, that you'll hear, they can be adapted to Absolutely. to a yeah to a classroom environment. So it's like, well, I'm not a principal; I, I should stop listening. No, 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 because culture culture transcends um, your position. I mean, it's something that can be, like you said, whether you're the custodian, whether you're in the front office, it doesn't matter. So, what are some, especially now? I mean, especially okay. now because. I just, I'll be real transparent right off the bat people people are asking, i mean, I asked you when you when we got on this zoom call here, how you doing? it's like well i'm I'm good. I'm tired <laughs> it's like I mean like right now yes. our, right now, sometimes I feel like my job is to make sure my teachers don't quit right yes I, That's
1: I mean, like what can I keep doing so that they can just keep showing up every day yes
0: b- because- because this is really, really. Hard. So give me give me an example of, of something that you have done that you have found to be really successful with, with your school in terms of building culture.
1: So um and this is you know one of the things that I and I'll steal your quotes sometimes, but um <laughs> years ago I started um, sending out daily uh quotes right from um, on on mm-hmm. remind to my staff. So that's how I. I know you write your quotes on your whiteboard, and I love that you share those because sometimes it's like the perfect quote. And so I'll just, you know, use um, word swag or something and take that quote and create it into a graphic. But I I was doing that when we were in person. So every morning I just send out um, some quote that maybe resonated with me, and because um, there's so many that you can get from Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. that I have this arsenal of quotes. In fact, I have a Google folder that where I dump all those pictures in, and I've shared through my blog, like, hey, if you need, here's like 150 to get you started, and. Um, and so I send those out every morning with with a little message encouraging them sometimes you just you know sometimes they may stick to somebody and sometimes they may not but i have I have heard back like that's exactly what I needed today mm-hmm. so it 's going to touch somebody and um, so when we went to virtual instruction, I thought, what are some of those things that i did when I was in person that I that can easily transfer over. And that was one of those things. This is simple because I get up early in the morning to work out before the day starts, before anybody gets up. And so I finished my workout and then I just sit and I, I scroll and I wait for something to hit me. And then that's when I send it out in the morning. Um, the other nice thing about Remind, though, too, is you can schedule them ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? So if you wanted to schedule five of them, because there have been times, very few times, I was like, oh, my God, it's 745. Because I always send it yeah. at 730. Schedule it for 730. And, um, but that's one easy thing that you can do. One easy thing.
0: I, I, Yeah, The quote. the quote... I, I can't even remember. I, I think I saw a teacher on Twitter or something do it, and we had a whiteboard, an old whiteboard, in our lounge, and it wasn't being used. And I, one day, I found a quote. I put it there, and it just kind of stuck. And I've been doing that for. I was when I was walking this point, and I was asking myself, how long? How long have I been doing that? It's been like two and a half years. And um, like you said, does everybody read it? No, nope, not everybody. Um, but. Like you said, some people will walk by and they'll say, hey, I loved your quote. Or, and I saw on Instagram the other day, I I had posted one of those and a few people said, that's exactly, that was exactly what I needed to hear today. And yeah, I did the same thing in back when we pivoted to virtual instruction in March, I did the same thing. I started putting the quotes in, in just PowerPoint slides, just with a nice graphic and just saving them as images and sending those out. Um, It's small. And I love the fact that you're sharing those. I, 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 don't, I need to jump on your blog because I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen <laughs> your pictures. but
1: I will definitely share it with you.
0: There we go. That's, that's fantastic. So, um, and, again, that's something that uh, Monty Siri, he, I believe his name is, on Twitter. I mean, he's a teacher who does a daily quote in his classroom. So this is for teachers. This doesn't have to yes. be a, a principal thing. You could do this in your classroom as well. Um, and I so want, actually,
1: Brent, yeah. Brent, I wanted to piggyback on something that you just said and that you had said earlier about if you're a teacher um, and you're thinking, oh, but, sh- you know, they're principals. I can't do what they're doing. Actually, I learned so much from teachers because it's <laughs> exactly it. Um, like I'll see teachers do. Oh, they do that for their class. I'll just take that idea and multi- and, and just make it for the school. Right. And so teachers. Keep sharing because, as principals, yes. we that 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 idea is all we need to spark our creativity and say, you know, I can do that as if my staff can enjoy that just because they're doing it for their kids, yeah. right? Um, for their students, I can do that for my staff, and I know my staff will enjoy that as well. So I learn. I follow a lot of teachers because I get inspired by their
0: ideas. Oh, that. Teachers, are the, <laughs> teachers yes. are the best for, I mean, that's what, that's what, that's what teachers do is they create amazing things. And when we share them mm-hmm. with each other, we make each other better. So mm-hmm. I love Absolutely.
1: it. Absolutely. What, yeah. what else?
0: Give me, give me, give me something else. Cause I'm loving the okay. quote one.
1: So, um, I'll talk a little bit about like for the kids. So birthday books, um, mm. birthday books is a huge thing for, um, that I would, that was something we did. I, I don't even know when I started it. And I, again, I got it. I was probably inspired by, by a teacher who was giving them out. And um, I don't know, some of my principal friends from across the country who started that. So when we were in person, I would, um, every Wednesday, my my secretary would pull up all the birthdays for the week. And I call those kids up. And they just knew like, it's this week. And, and it's my week. So I know Mrs. Gomez is going to call me up. They would come to my office. I have like a big cart rolling cart of books and they would pick them out and then we'd take a selfie with the principal and they'd get a bookmark i mean it was just this big big thing um so they yeah they've been telling me like months ahead my birthday's almost coming i'm like when is it oh it was like two or three months out i'm like okay well i'll call you i'll call you when it's your turn so I thought, how am I going to do that now with, with, um, because mm. I know that that's something that they still want to, they still want to do. Um, and so when we first went, um, back in March, when we were virtual, that was mailing them. And it, I mean, I was like, okay, it's going to take me a long time, but it's worth it. So I did it. And the mm. kids were loving it. And then, um, when we came back, another principal actually, um, in Whittier, she had posted and, um, that they were doing like a drive-through pickup. And I was like, that's amazing. I can set up a table, put balloons once a month and, um, they can, the parents can come by drive and they can still pick up the broke out, right. Social distancing, mask, all of that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but then as the cases, so they loved that. I was able to do that for a couple of months, but then as the cases started to rise, our district really wanted us to, to hold back from any yeah. of those in person. So unless it was absolutely essential. Um, so I've had some of my, um, staff help me then we'll back to mailing so we just pick out a book for the kids and they still love it because i mail the actual envelope to them and oh, I they're, getting mad. they're getting there oh yeah yeah and i've had kids tell me i love the book you chose for me mrs gomez and i was like oh i'm so glad and um so that's one of those things that again we have to get creative on those those things that were a a true um they were—they truly made an impact on your school campus. I needed—I needed to find ways to to still continue
0: that. I—I I love that, and I'm I'm thinking from a if if anyone like, and it doesn't have to be a book. It, no. I mean, it could be a book, but it could be a birthday pencil. It could be a birthday bookmark. So for anyone thinking like, oh, I love the book idea, but I'm a teacher and I'm on a teacher's budget, and I mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't mm-hmm. I, I couldn't I couldn't do that. Or I'm a middle school teacher or a high school teacher with 180 kids, which leads me down a little thought there too, that if you're thinking from the upper grades, that matters to them too.
1: Absolutely. Well, then I would do it for teachers too. So then yeah. the following year, I said, you know, I'm going to do it for teachers. And so I haven't been so good about that, but, um, but when we were in person, teachers would get their certificate. They, I'd have like professional development books, but they also had picture books that they can, or chapter books that they want mm. for their class. They would come in the same process. They would come in, choose their book, get a selfie with the principal. I would, pr- I would print out the other piece. I would print out a little picture with a little sprocket printer. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Yeah. And yeah. so right there and then the kids would leave with their picture and so would the teacher. It was that's, awesome.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. And that I'm going to segue. Gosh, I love. I, I have not. We've celebrated kids' birthdays, but not something like that. I love that idea. And then that when you said coming in and say, taking the selfie with the principal, good news calls of the day. Is another is another thing that I found the idea shared on on Twitter. Yep. Um, uh, Principal Principal French, I think it was Mark. Yeah, French. Mark
1: French yeah, yeah, Mark French. Yeah,
0: Mark French. and I've been doing that again. It's been harder because you can't take the selfies and stuff right now with with COVID. But yeah. But how many? I mean, unfortunately, you and mine, you and me, in, in our position, sometimes we have to make not so positive phone calls yes. when kids yes. make uh, less than great behavioral choices. So, that seeking out kids who are showing great character, who are putting great effort, who are holding the door open, who are just yep. rocking what they're supposed to be doing, calling their parents, and, and it is so, I can't tell you, and I'll bet you would agree with me, the number of times that I call and say, hey, hey, so, Mrs. So-and-so, this is Mr. Coley calling from Alta, and you're getting my good news call of the day.
1: Yes, you have and, to and tell them that you, first.
0: Oh, Right off the, and <laughs> I used to, it's yeah. like because they're like how are, and I say how are you? They're like uh, I was okay until Mr. Coley called. Like because the print it's the, the stigma of the principal calling, right. and then you go in and you just say Mrs. Kelly told me how great Sophia is doing, and just and the number of times that I have heard tears, tears.
1: tears. I, I, I on, was about to say that
0: on the other on the other end of the phone because you you've you've just you've just made their you've just made their day um and you can do that so again teachers you can do this too we 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 make those positive phone calls too and admin if you're listening staff i did it i did this uh to one of our teachers once where i called um her husband i called her husband's cell phone he didn't answer because he's a firefighter but i i left a message and the next day, the teacher told me that they were out to dinner as a family. This was obviously before COVID when you could go into a restaurant, right, but that's a different exactly. story. Um, and her husband pulled out her cell phone, played the voicemail message where I had just oh. said like, your, your, your wife is amazing. And he just put it on speaker and played it for the whole family.
1: Oh my gosh. I can only imagine.
0: And, and, and just how something like that, Mm-hmm. Is going to make that teacher want to come back to work,
1: Absolutely. and if you're
0: doing that for students, that's going to make students want to come back to class the next day. So before so, you
1: move on, Brent, I, yeah. I just want to so so I piggyback on that and and how we can modify it. So mm-hmm. um, so I have done some of the good news calls. I, I wasn't so good about every day, but you know I didn't exactly it, right the tears and all of that, and it yeah. it, it just it, it, I think it. It has a bigger impact on us than oh. it them, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it fills our buckets. Yeah. So, um, and one of the things that, uh, we're doing, I'm doing now, and I just started maybe, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so. So I asked the teachers to, in our bulletin, so I use SMORE for our weekly bulletin. I just put a Google form in there that if you have any outstanding students that you want us, that you want myself and my AP to recognize, I'm going to be mailing home, um, outstanding student postcards. Right. How easy is that? So, so what happens? I said, but you gotta like not too many. Cause then I can't keep up, but sure. just, you know, they have to really earn it. So, um, every week I'll go through that Google form and there's always kids on there. And what's great is they're very specific as to why they're recognizing them. And, um, I'll write them. We have these postcards that are print shop made. says you're amazing on there. I'll write them a letter. I'm so proud of you. Um, you know, Mr. Coley told me that you are working so hard in distance learning and you're turning in your assignments, et cetera, et cetera. And that's another way. And I stick them in the mail. They get them. They're so excited. A parent uh, shared a picture of one of her little girls on Instagram with me. She's like, look, she made it. She made it. The principal gave her, got her a card. And, um, again, right, this is just another way for us to be able to how long does it take us to write three postcards to our kids? It's not gonna take that long. Yeah. Um and and again, teachers, you can do the same with your with your kids. It means a lot. And the other thing you had mentioned about the phone call for the family, I mean, yeah, for the teachers' families. Um one Christmas I um I wrote note cards to each of the my staff family and um, thanking them for sharing them with mm. us at and that was Um, uh, that was huge so um there's 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 how you can take that and modify that and expand on it or you know make it your own i
0: I love the gosh i love the postcard idea and then we've got a print shop that could do something like that too doesn't take doesn't take that long like you said to write it out we've done something similar um uh we call it a um well we have magic mustangs our our mustang Mm -hmm. is our is our is our um Mascot. There we go. I think yeah, it's an M word. Yeah, yeah. Mascot. And, 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 and normally in person, we have little magic Mustang coupons that when kiddos are doing, doing great for, for a variety of reasons, they get a little certificate, they put it in a, a box, and we pull mm-hmm. them randomly, and we celebrate nice. those kids. We've gone virtual with that. Like you said, now we have a Google Form. So if a student is doing an amazing job, we, this teacher can put in a Google Form, and then through the magic of... Autocrat, which you oh, and I have so talked was, about, I
1: know, and I still.
0: About it, it. and for for anybody, Autocrat is an add-on for Google Sheets. So you know that you do a Google form, the data is populated into a Google sheet. So it's a simple form that says student's name, teacher name. Why is this student doing like? Why is this student awesome? What are they doing that that we want to recognize? And when you do the form, Autocrat takes the information from the form and mail merges it into a certificate automatically and emails it to the teacher who right now can then forward it onto the student. They can either print it out if we're doing a pickup day or they can just forward it right through the email to mom or dad mm-hmm. and those those types of things. Yeah. It's, it takes 60 seconds to fill out yeah. that Google form and through the magic of Autocrat, all the magic is done behind the scenes. The certificate Absolutely. is automatically, it's generated. It's automatically emailed. And imagine that the mom getting that, dad getting that, and then coming in. And and we've done the same type of thing for staff. We call it a UROC award.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: there's so many kids that are, or excuse me, teachers that, and, and not just teachers, staff. Custodians, front yes. office, yes. counselors, um, school psychologists.
1: Everybody and anybody.
0: Yeah, and teachers recognizing teachers, staff members recognizing staff members, they fill this form out. A U Rock Award certificate is generated and automatically emailed. And as I have walked through classrooms, I'm seeing them printed out. I'm seeing them stapled on their bulletin board by their computer. It mat. It's not just something that gets filed away.
1: No, no.
0: It matters. It matters. It does matter.
1: It does matter. Absolutely. We call that our um, shout outs in our in our bulletin as well. Same yeah. same thing. Except I still haven't gotten the autocrat set up. Maybe that's a project for the winter break.
0: <laughs> there we go. Well, don't yeah, don't work too hard. And for anyone who's yeah. listening, uh, I do have a tutorial on my YouTube channel. So if you want to search that, um, there, there's it, it, it'll walk you through. It'll t- it takes you about ten minutes to set it up, but once you're done it's done and you never have to do it again. And you can use this for award certificates. You can use it for, I use it for classroom walkthroughs, informal classroom Mm walkthroughs to provide positive feedback. So when I'm done, I anyway, there's so many different things that, that it could be used for. So anything else that, that, that that you're doing, I I know we could go for hours and hours. We won't do that. People are going, Oh Oh, my gosh, but, but give, give me some more.
1: So one of the things I was thinking about as we're talking about, um, you know, celebrating kids, celebrating staff, sending postcards. uh, So when we talk about postcards, right, um, and I'm sure that you've done this, right, and and leaving handwritten notes to staff, Mm -hmm. just a little thank you, whatever it is, right, Um, acknowledging something that they did. Well, uh, yes, we could still do that and mail that. So that's one option, right? We could still do that and mail that. Um, but even faster, right? It's that a little bit more immediate is a virtual postcard. So um mm. I just yeah, so I just took the Google slides and I um I done it a couple of ways. So the the front, like the first one would be it's just some kind of a template. I think it's on my blog. I think I wrote a blog post about that too. Ooh. So you can go on my blog post yeah. about that down there. I believe so. Um and then the second slide, I created it like looking like the back of a postcard, right? With a line and then a fake little stamp and then our uh, school address and who it was addressed to. And then I would just type in the other thing for, uh, there have been times when I've added actually my voice. So I'll ins- mm-hmm. I'll record my voice and then, um, insert the, you know, the little audio. And so they, when they, I'll send it to them in present mode so that it, they can actually click on it and it'll, to them so they hear the intonation of your voice they hear the the passion in your voice they they hear the excitement in your voice uh, so that's um, something else that that I've done for them and guess what they've done it so then some teachers turn around and go do it for their kids oh my- they have the template it's ready
0: I boy I See I always say this it's like it doesn't matter if anybody's listening to this episode because I'm I'm getting something I'm getting something out of this. I mean my RAP Cassie Caldwell shout out to to Cassie. She created as you were talking was like oh that's kind of like what Cassie did. She took a Bitmoji and made a PowerPoint slide that now if I'm if I'm popping into a zoom meeting and, and seeing stuff I can just go into the slide and type it's like basically, like you said, a virtual digital postcard, mm-hmm. and save it as an image. Embed that into oh, I an love email, that.
1: I and love then that. shoot
0: it. And then just so that's the whole email is just the this little Bitmoji okay. postcard. But I love, I love, love, love the idea of audio of of adding um, your voice because that's like you said. Yeah. You, you, it takes you it can, to the next level. Mm-hmm. You can italicize a word. Or you can say yes. the word, and sometimes saying the word is just ooh, and they can listen to it over and over and over. That's oh yep. man, over and over. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Hey, what about your what about your story times?
1: Oh yeah. So um, okay. So so I used to do um, every month. I would pick a different book, and I did saw my blog post on my blog page. Also, nice. of tons of books, tons of books. So. um, every month I do my monthly principles, I would actually go into the classrooms and read teachers would sign up on a Google calendar. You know, I'd have some appointment slots and then sign up, et cetera, et cetera. So that was something that I've done for years. So I thought, how am I going to do that? Because we're limited in terms of the amount of instructional time we have online, you know, Mm -hmm. based on the MOUs and that kind of thing. I don't want to take from, the, the small amount of time they already ha- they have and to go and take you know, 20, 30, you know, 20 minutes of, of that time. So um, I said, you know what? I'm going to learn how to do WeVideo video and I'm going to learn how to. So I went in because we have a school, you know, a, a district subscription. So I went in, figured it out, learned it. And I record every Monday, I uh, story time with Mrs. Gomez. I record it. I share it out on our Monday must knows I shared out with our staff, our students, our families, and, um, and they're on our YouTube channel. And so the kids can always go back and, and find a, uh, a book. And this year I've been able to really like, if it's, um, let's just say it's, um, Native American Heritage Month. So that whole month, I'll focus on that. Or Filipino American mm-hmm. Month, uh, um, Heritage Month. I'll focus on those. So really exposing the kids, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month. So I try, and I'll try to bring in lots of diverse authors in, in books. And this month, you know, I'm doing um, holiday books. So uh, we're doing one, you know, Noche Buena and how traditionally Latin American countries celebrate the night before for Christmas. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm going to be recording um, a Hanukkah book. So I really just want to ex- expose our students to all kinds of different things. So what I do is I am. Um, I actually take, you know, screenshots of the pages. I, I upload them as pictures. I read it. And, and it, and so I have the whole page turn on the Wii video and the kids, yeah. I put music to it. Once I set up my template, I, I just replaced it with that week. So it I, initially it took a little time. Now I can finish them a lot faster. And uh, I know Brent that you, I yesterday one of our parents um, who happens to be my attendance technician, but she's a <laughs> parent and she's like, I, you need to see this. And she shared. And I was like the, like that's what fuels us, right? Mm-hmm. We think I don't even know if anybody's listening to these read alouds or not. But when you see that and it's just like, okay, even if it's just one student and they're enjoying it, then I'm gonna continue to do it. And so that's how I've been able to continue my read alouds and um and and then I send it out to the staff and the staff puts on their Google Classrooms and yeah. their Seesaw. So they're they're watching. They're watching.
0: Yeah, and, and you you're referring to you had posted a picture of one of your students eating lunch, watching you read the story. And what I love about that is it's outside of the school day. It, it, I mean, it, it, it can be. It's it's, an async, it's another asynchronous activity that builds, it just builds that, that, that culture, that family environment. I mean, I, I, I just did this past Thursday. I do, I do periodically a Facebook Live mm-hmm. bedtime story time where it's live. And that's hard. I don't do that as frequently because it's live. Right. <laughs> and there's meetings right, and right. family and stuff like that. But but I did it on Thursday night and I unfortunately I tried it on my new phone with my ring light and I was sideways the whole time. I forgot oh, to hit a wrong no. so so people could turn their phone and they could see it. But it's like But the nice thing about that is they're dropping comments and I say, hey. Welcome to Facebook Live. And, and I, can, I can hang there for a little bit and say, if you're here, drop your name in the comments. And then you get to say, hey, Sophia's here. Alan's here. And parents have told me, oh, they, they love when you, when you said their name out loud, that's a big deal. I talked with a parent just yesterday. And she said, oh, we watched your Facebook Live. Um, it's the first time we've done it. But, but my first grader, she loved it. And I, I mean, for anyone who's thinking, well, well, but not everyone's listening. You're right. Not everyone is listening. No. I think yeah. I had 25 viewers live. There were yes. 25, but hey, that was 25, 25. people. <laughs> That's 25 people. And even <laughs> if it was one and that one kiddo had a smile on his or her face and went to bed thinking, I love Alta Marietta. I love yes. our school. Yes. I, I, I can't wait to do Then it's worth it. And I love your I love your your virtual. I'm going to do that next week too, where I'm going to record a different holiday story. And I, yeah, I've got a Hanukkah story. I've got a Kwanzaa mm-hmm. story. I've got we're going to do the night. I mean, the how the Grinch stole Christmas. Where, yeah. But and that'll be more asynchronous. And even, whether you do it live, teachers, you can do this too. Put it on your Google Classroom page. Put it on your website. Put it. Send out the link to YouTube. There's mm-hmm. so many different things that you can do, and I think. 25 watched it live, but there were 250 by last night. So, yes, exactly. so they, they can ace it and they can watch it over and over and over. And it's easy. You don't need, yes. I mean, like, I, I wish I had the Wii video that you've talked about because yes. we don't, we don't have the subscription to that. So, oh. um, so I'm just, I literally, I either set up on my laptop and I just record with the camera. right?
1: Yeah, you know what you could do? Do you guys have, do you have ScreenCastify? Yes. Okay. So you could do the same thing. Put it on a Google Slide, and then as you are scrolling through the slideshow, and you, you can go. do. I think you could do the pages. I don't know. Even if you can't, but um, you can put a transition in there and just read it that way. There so they have go. a good view of the page, and that's e- that's even easier than we Because That's why I do my Monday yeah. announcements.
0: Ooh. Okay. See, I got stuff. To, I got mm-hmm. stuff to work on. If not for this time, for for next time. But... Absolutely. Well, my gosh, there's, we, I may have to bring you back for a second episode, I think Jessica. So,
1: Brent. I, think, so, Brent, I think this is going to be a series because yeah. I know that you have a lot to share and I know that I have a whole lot more I can share and we should probably make this a series.
0: Hon- honestly, if you're, if you're up for it, we will, yep. uh, we will set up a time and we'll do part two. I've done that a couple of times with John Ike. We had part one, we did part two. So we'll have Jessica part one and part two. Um, this, this is, again, I, I hope people are listening, but if they're not, <laughs> okay. we'll do part two because <laughs> I'm going to get something right. out of it. Um, so, so for anyone, uh, who has not already connected with you, following you, you've mentioned your blog, you've mentioned your social media channels, uh, put those out there so people will know where to follow you.
1: Okay. So Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Mrs. Jess Gomez. And then, uh, my blog post is Mrs. JessicaGomez.com. And a lot of the things that I talked about here are on there. And so I break it down for you and I'll give you examples. And like, I, when I talked about like the quotes, the, the Google folder is there for you to click on and I'm constantly just uploading. So I'm constantly adding to it. So you'll always get, um, all you know, the most recent quotes I have on there and I, about the postcards. I think I even did the virtual postcard the blog post as well. So um, yeah, so there's, uh, that's where you can find me.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jessica, thank you so much i know that i know that people listening are going to get a ton out of this i appreciate you you i appreciate you sharing because like i said it's it's just we learn from each other and um I, i always say that that somebody is out there right now on their computer searching for what we have and it it may only be one person but that could be the one lesson the quote the video that turns a students life around that turns a teacher's life around that i don't think it's over dramatic to say that stops a teacher from quitting i mean
1: i've i've had a teacher tell me that i've had yeah. i have had actually tell me that
0: there we go so, there we go yes, it so, matters it matters it matters it matters big time so teachers uh, administrators anyone listening right now thank you for what you're doing because you are doing it in the the most this is year 25 for me in education and it is by far the most challenging we're we're doing stuff that we've never been asked to do before but i know jessica your your teachers are crushing it my teachers are crushing it yes Um, they are and thank you to the parents out there because the grace and the flexibility and the support that they've shown has just been out of this world so
1: it has it's unbelievable
0: (laughs) awesome awesome well everybody thank you for listening if you haven't already done so uh Go ahead and subscribe. You can find it anywhere you, you like to get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, or you can go to my website, the podcast page at BrentColey.com. You can also listen on Anchor. Uh, and thank you so much, Jessica. We will talk You're to so you again. We'll definitely do it again. And for everyone listening, thank you so much. And until next time, have a good one.